Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of the Great American Senior Show. I'm your gray-haired host, Sam Yates. Today, we're on location in Melbourne, Melbourne, Florida. We have a special guest here in studio with us. Tim Timmerman. Tim is the executive director of the Brevard Alzheimer's Foundation. Tim, welcome to the program today. Glad to be here. Now, you're the executive director of the foundation. Let's let's just start right at the top and make that differentiation between foundation and association. There's a national association, the, the ALZ.org. And they do a lot of really good stuff on the nationwide scale. They do a lot of research. They fund a lot of uh, infographics and a lot of a lot of material that we use in the communities to show the the devastating effects of the Alzheimer's. And and w- without them, you know, they're kind of like our, our our experts. So we're in the community performing services where they're more of a national scope national in that they take the the big picture but on a day-to-day basis you are here down in the trenches absolutely now i can relate to alzheimer's because my grandmother uh, passed from alzheimer dementia Uh, it was something that uh, took its course over probably seven years max from uh, the first diagnosis and here in Brevard County, what is our, our patient load like? Do we see a lot of it here in Brevard County? We've seen some surveys where there's up to 20,000, 25,000 diagnosed um, people with Alzheimer's. However, that's only about half of what truly have Alzheimer's. It takes about 15 years uh, in your body from maybe first signs to, to really you know, showing that, that you're, that you're a, a person with Alzheimer's. And... One of, one of the saddest things in one of our, our soapboxes here is that we feel doctors should be doing memory testing, cognitive testing for all their patients in their 50s, not when they start to see symptoms. But, but, but many times you go to your doctor, you get your blood pressure, you get your, your blood work, but there's really no cognitive test. Now, that leads me to the next thing as I was visiting your website. It says that this is a dementia-friendly Brevard community. What does that mean? Does it mean that uh, you encourage physicians? It, it's got to have a larger scope. Give me a, a, a description, please. Again, we're going to go to the national scale. There's Dementia Friendly America, and, and we're becoming part of that, that group of, of communities that have identified how important it is of the citizens in that community for the local businesses, for the pharmacist, for, for the, the tip of the spear, front of the, front, front of the house workers that they become dementia friendly and you know hairstylists pharmacists we know servers that is is so important that the answer is don't speak louder don't get frustrated that we need to go into these businesses and educate and and maybe as simple as having a a tag on their window of a purple ribbon that says you know we're dementia friendly there's horror stories we get where, where people are arrested because they forgot they had something in their cart. They walk into the parking lot, and loss prevention will will, will arrest them, and they just had dementia. You know, it, it, there, there was no intentions of shoplifting, and and managers of of these stores, these retail stores, don't realize that that it's dementia. It, it's not anything criminal. And hence the dementia friendly businesses what's the the reaction been from the business community when you attempt to do this education i can i can't think of anyone who said no 
So, so we have a, a program that it's an education piece. We'll come, we'll call it a lunch and learn. We'll, we'll bring pizza, we'll, we'll bring some food. And, and we have a 20 minute or so set piece. And it, it's simple, you know, don't just distract if they're confused and, and don't argue and, and don't, don't expect what, you, you know, this is a cognitively impaired person that doesn't see it. You don't see a cast on their arm or a Band-Aid. So, so we give them clues to identify uh, from their caregivers that, that this person has dementia. If more can be done, what areas would you focus upon in that area? Uh, in the dementia-friendly America, we're seeing a lot of real good stuff with law enforcement. We're seeing a lot of good stuff in, in the service industry and in the restaurants. We're not penetrating the contractors as much as I wish we could. Is that contractors are coming to the homes, and there's usually a caregiver. There's always a caregiver there, but the contractors are, are just they're fussing with, with the dementia people. I would love to get, to get more of the contractors involved. And ironically, I, I want to uh, do a little sidestep here. This program is, is sponsored in part by VIP America, a nurse registry that provides the, the people uh, who are taking care of those who need at-home care, not managing, but uh, referring those people. And one of the areas that, uh, that the irony is they focus upon builders associations where they say to the builders association members uh, if you see someone that needs help rather than see them go to a facility let's take care of them at home so that becomes a very uh, symbiotic relationship so that could be a, a way of reaching out through the builders associations and i know a lot of our uh, builders associations regionally and, and throughout the state in particular uh, take on those projects. So my, my two cents worth for today's program to, to pass on that tidbit. Well, and you actually, you really hit the nail on, on the mission of Bernard Alzheimer's Foundation is that we want people home. We don't want to lose them to the system. We don't want to lose them into the ALFs. It, it's so easy to kind of just set them and forget it into, into an ALF. And that's kind of been the, the wave of, of the Medicaid lately is it's so much easier for a Medicaid case manager just to, to place their clients all in one ALF and make one visit and visit 30 clients at a time. Where it's our focus, our, our goal is to keep people home independent, but to keep that home harmonious as well. We saw devastating results of our seniors, our veterans being in ALFs and other facilities during the pandemic. Uh, how was your caseload impacted, if, uh, if I may ask? Uh, we, we, it was tough. We, it, we had a couple closings just that we panicked. You know, we had a, a client or a staffer would, 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 would get, you know, COVID, and then we closed for two weeks. We had two closings up in our, our Titusville facility. We had one closing in, in Melbourne. But the, the problem is that we're a social environment. What, what, but the core business of the foundation is Joe's Club. And Joe's Club basically is a safe place for people with you know, in cognitive impairments, with Alzheimer's, to come and spend the day with us. And they're, they're together in a room with 40 people and a couple staffers. So it is you know, COVID breeding grounds. We, we took uber precautions to to have you know face masks and wear gloves and we missed it every night and, and we're, we're lucky to, to have such a census with um with only you know one or two closings so so covid really did uh, affect us we were averaging about 100 people a day in our care 
we're back to about 75% of that. We have, you know, 77 people today in our care. So, so we're way above national averages. Adult daycares average about 35 clients um, at a time. So, so we, we, we are special in that, and that just meant more special precautions. Well, that gives us a perfect time to uh, pass on information about where to reach out, how to reach out if someone wants more information about your foundation or Joe's Club. How may they do that? Well, well, Joe's Club is is in in Brevard County, Florida, and we have three facilities, one in the north in Titusville, one in the south in Barefoot Bay, and our main uh, Joe's Club here is in Melbourne, Florida. Uh, Our website is brevardalz.org. And uh, that's you, you Google Joe's Club, even if you're in Seattle, Washington, we come up. We've, we've been around for a while. We won a couple of national awards. We were uh, most innovative daycare in 2015 by our, uh, our national association. And, and we're kind of known out there. We're, we're very different from other adult daycares where it's a never-ending party, as I like to say it, where... We have entertainment at 9 o'clock. We have exercise at 10 o'clock. We have activities at 11 o'clock. We have a very structured, routine day. We, we have confused people, so we want to keep them in, in a very routine, structured structured way. So our model is has been mimicked by many, many daycares in the country. Uh, another part of, of Joe's Club is that since there are so many progressions in the disease, is that we try to, well, we, we, we mandate that if, if people are just, starting with their, their their Alzheimer's journey, that they're with other people that are also in the same place in their journey, where if we have some progressed people, we don't like to commingle them throughout the day. It just, unfortunately, those people with the uh, more progression will bring down the people who have not progressed. So so that's one of one of our special, um, that, special things that we do here at Joe's Club. Tim, I want to thank you for being with us today on the program. Uh, We try to keep the programs relatively short so that we can cover a lot of territory in a short amount of time. My question before we wrap up this particular segment is, can we come back and continue to talk about Joe's Club? And I also want to uh, touch upon some of the the new treatment that is available. Can we do that in another session? Absolutely. Look forward to it great Tim Timmerman, the Brevard Alzheimer's Foundation here in Brevard County. And this is a topic that uh, we are going to spend additional time upon. So uh, as you set your your feeds for your podcast, make sure that you uh, do tune back in because we're going to come back to this topic in the very, very near future. I'm Sam Yates, the gray-haired host of the Great American Senior Show, and that's the way our program ends. 